All right, Thursday morning back here on Sid and Friends in the morning on this beautiful spring day, winding down May, Memorial Day weekend. Don't forget, folks, when you're out there on the beach on Monday sucking down your hot dogs and hamburgers and beer and acting all fat and American, don't forget there's a reason why you're off that day, and that is because of the brave men and women sacrificing their lives even as we speak There's a lonely kid with a gun in a cave in Afghanistan who's dying to come home. So remember, Monday, that's what this holiday is all about. But uh, big, big show coming up today. Don't forget, coming up at 740, the mayor, Eric Adams, makes his return with me. That should be a very interesting conversation. And uh, 805, making her debut on this program, one of Donald Trump's big-time attorneys, Alina Haba. But... Right now, this man is on every week, does a tremendous job after me every weekday morning at 10 o'clock here on WABC, a star at Fox News, whether it's Fox and Friends every weekday morning, or of course his own show does Great One Nation on Saturday nights. It's my dear friend Brian Kilmeade. Good Thursday morning, Brian. What's happening? There's a lot happening. I mean, there's a lot happening here, there's a lot happening there, and as Steve Summers would say, everywhere. But let's start with what happened on the national level last night, and that is Ron DeSantis. <laughs> I mean, already his whole, I guess, his entry into the race with Elon Musk was a complete disaster. you got to see the video that Donald Trump put on Truth Social, Brian, where he comes out, he's got Lee Greenwood playing American flags, he looks great. And then he kind of cuts into technical difficulties with Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis. But DeSantis did put out another video where he announced he's officially running. He's your guy. Ron DeSantis in the race. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I can't say I have a guy uh, I because I, I honestly really do have a, a lot of respect for Nikki Haley. Tim Scott, I spend a more I've done more interviews with Tim Scott probably than anybody even on this channel. One of the best people you ever meet. I actually think he's too good for politics. Uh, I and I I look at uh, Trump. I know what he did for four years, and then you look at Governor Ron DeSantis, best governor in the country. So I can't say I have a guy, but I could say that I haven't picked one. So therefore, I am more open than almost anybody listening right now. I I am saying go win it. I don't care what happened in spring training. I don't care about your salary cap. I don't care what what goes on with you. Of the better stadium, doesn't matter the injuries. Go win it. And I just think that this is yet to be this is yet to be played. And I'll give you an example. The Q poll and the Fox poll shows Trump winning by about 30 points. But both polls show that DeSantis beats Biden and Trump is within the margin of error. So you can't dismiss it. Why did Democrats go so heavily and hard at DeSantis? Why did Trump say, I'm so glad to see Tim Scott in the race? And I really respect Nikki Haley. Best of luck. They fear DeSantis. You know, I think there is truth to that. Clearly, I mean, early on, Donald Trump went after Ron DeSanctimonious and his other nicknames. Uh, So you're right. I mean, Donald Trump clearly fears him. And I never got that. I'm like, you're Donald Trump. You're the man. You've won. And I kept saying to his daughter-in-law, Lara Trump, why does he keep doing that? It's acting like he's scared of, of Ron DeSantis. So you do believe... That now that he's officially in some of these polls that have Trump up as many as 43, you mentioned yeah. the Fox poll, he's up 30. You do believe that now Ron DeSantis is officially in that it becomes a tight race? It tightens up. I mean, one guy was been in for four months and picked up 10 points. He's been in, he's picked up 10 points in almost every poll since February. But Ron DeSantis, to, to, to be honest, he has not been in. 
He does not campaign regularly. He had a book tour. That's not a campaign. He doesn't really take on Trump at all. If that is his tactic, he will lose. So then that that's a bad tactic. That That's called not playing. You didn't have the right strategy. You got the wrong team. But the money that he's got is uh, it's triple what Trump has. It's more than anybody else has. The super PACs, the power. He's got the confidence. He's got the intellect. He's got the resume at 44. The only resume better is Sid Rosenberg. And you will not run. <laughs> no, I'm not running you ever. Will not. No, never. Danielle would kill me. But on a serious note, if I did run, Brian, all I would be doing was repeating the same policies that Donald Trump made successful for four years. And guess what? That's what Ron DeSantis does, too. So if I've got Trump, who did it? I know about the noise and all that nonsense. I don't care. If I've got Trump, who did it? Why would I want a guy who really, for the most part, 99% is just adopting Donald Trump's policies? Younger, more stable, military experience, law degree, actually ran a state. So he's been through the ringer. He's been attacked like he's been a national figure for at least three years and had the courage in the clutch to have the best instincts during the pandemic by far of anyone. Remember, they were lauding Cuomo and they said, this guy is a hero. He's going to be the next president. And DeSantis goes, you know what? I'm not listening. I'm going to get my own doctors. I'm going to call Jared Kushner myself. I'm going to get in touch with these other experts. I'm going to forge my own way. And under the under fire, he has stood up to it. And you watched him with 60 Minutes. They tried to take him apart. You're only giving vaccines to donors. You're only giving it to the people, uh, the towns that voted for you. He says that's absolutely wrong. And then when they tried to cut it up and make him look bad, he was rolling tape on the whole interview. And he blew up 60 Minutes. Yeah. So this guy is formidable. And he says, this is his message, not mine. It's trust. Uh, one of it is trust and one of it is stable. So he believes, yeah, I'll do the same thing, but you're not going to have to worry about me doing things going to get me in trouble unnecessarily or go into fights uh, needlessly. You know, you mentioned Cuomo and a couple of days ago on this station, Rita Cosby, she does the afternoon show with John Katsimatidis. She interviewed uh, Andrew Cuomo and uh, I'm on record. I'll say it. It was nothing. He lied the whole time again. I think she spent a lot of time on the women issue, which I personally uh, think was the least of his problems. Given an opportunity to come clean on nursing homes, he didn't do it. Uh, same thing with uh, you know bail reform and crime. It was just 40 minutes of him running her over and lying. I know Janice Dean wasn't happy about it. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, is this guy beyond rehabilitation? Do you think that maybe he should get a second chance in politics? I don't. I think he's a scumbag. What do you think about him? I have absolutely no respect for him. What he did, uh, like he was uh, the Ayatollah here, ruining businesses, putting inspectors into restaurants, blowing by hostess stations, looking for an assistant cook with the mask down, hitting them with $5,000 fines at the time in which these small businesses were clawing just to stay open, the way he unnecessarily kept things shut. Uh, He made this a police state and he arrogantly wouldn't listen. And by the way, his choice to brawl with this incompetent mayor hurt everybody in New York. The mixed messages they sent out. I mean, Sid, you got the number one show in the morning. People want to find out what's going on. The mayor saying one thing, 
the governor saying another, then they crisscross on policies, they put each other down, they got a total pass on that. They totally screwed up the whole state because they hate each other so much, so they made everything worse. And with the clampdowns and the and the PowerPoints and the arrogance, I will never forget that, let alone what happened with Janice and, and the nursing homes, which he runs from. Remember, he demanded that ship. He demanded the Javits conversion and put nobody in there and never even apologized for the millions he wasted or thanked Trump for the backup that he gave him. And this guy didn't utilize any of the things, and he was— such swagger in the middle of this, he signs a book deal with the second wave of the pandemic coming, and you want you want to know what I think of him? <laughs> I will never forget what he did. Well, that's ever. a that is a great recap of one of the worst people, horrible governor, but one of the worst people to ever come across this state. And funny, you said you know your number one show, and you mentioned him and De Blasio. Both of those guys would never ever come on this show. I mean, ever. Andrew wanted to recently, but it didn't happen. On the other hand, the mayor now, Eric Adams, he and I disagree on a ton of stuff. I mean, a ton. He comes on every couple of weeks. He's coming on this morning in about an hour. And certainly he's dealing with a huge amount of controversy. The migrants, of course, crime, another subway victim a couple of days ago. But at least Adams shows up. How do you think his week has gone so far? Well, number one, let's contrast the two. You got the governor of the state who signed this bail law and created chaos and dispirited and and, uh, and just basically decapitated the NYPD. It, it allows him to arrest no one. They're looking at penalties, career loss, and maybe jail should somebody, uh, should somebody decide that they acted too aggressively. And then they now he's coming on the radio and he's criticizing bail reform and crime in New York City, which basically delivered the House— for the Republicans, because nobody, no Democrat was standing up for the people of this city and the people of this state. And they reacted and gave Republicans key seats and delivered the House. Governor Cuomo's trying to distance himself from a law that he signed. Are you kidding me? That that was the beginning of the end of this city. That's why we're losing more than we're gaining. We've lost more people in New York, I think, than any state, including California. That was on his watch. Taxes through the roof. Although we tried to control it on Long Island, that didn't last. But Eric Adams coming out this week, sending people into counties without their permission, uh, going past them to uh, hotels, uh, now saying that he wants to get out of the uh, the shelter policy of everybody that comes in here gets uh, gets a chance to live and breathe. I think that this is a little late for that. And then using his time a couple of days ago to rip Republicans for resisting immigration reform. Does anyone buy that this is a Republican problem? But that day when he did that, Brian, you may remember, he ripped Republicans, I think, on Face the Nation. And then the same day, he said the Democrats, they're going to suffer big time at the ballot box because of the migrant crisis. So he found a way to kind of rip both parties. Actually, he did rip both parties on the same day. And most people think that's a problem with Eric. Pick a side. Whether we like it or not, pick a side. But trying to please everybody just doesn't work. What what I really am upset about is about the Danny Penny situation. He was we talked about this. We were really impressed by the way he said, "Guys, calm down. Let's find out the facts." And next thing you know, he's saying he he could be my uh this the guy who got choked out, Jordan Neely, you know, 
uh, could have been my son and all these uh, analogies. Jordan Neely was a lunatic who was going to attack somebody that you knew or you directly. Thank goodness his 24-year-old was there to lock him up. Sadly, he held the choke too long, clearly. But we don't know the details. There was no reason after the arrest to come on the side of Jordan Neely because Jordan Neely didn't belong on the streets. Jordan Neely was a time bomb, and thankfully there was there's people to protect him. 44 arrests prior. Come on, Mr. Uh, Mayor, law and order. Stick with your original, your gut instinct on it. Don't collapse to this pressure that Alvin Bragg did. So that that bothered me. No, I totally agree. That's a, a, that's a bad job. He was right in the beginning. He was uh, one of the few. I mean, Kathy Hochul wanted Penny to get the electric chair day one. Oh, my goodness. I mean, Jesus Al Sharpton is a complete low life. But uh, Adams did the right thing. And unfortunately, again, in the spirit of race, right, Ed Day, you're a racist. You know, as it turns out, white man kills a black man. It just seems uh, in very lazy fashion. He, he keeps going back to that. Now, last time he was on, I yelled at him for that. I'm not going to do it again today, but he's got to stop doing that. Not everything is race. You know, even, even when he talked about Governor Abbott. I mean, let's face it, if Bill de Blasio was still mayor and he's a white man, they would still be shipping migrants here. It's not black or white, as you know, Brian. It's blue or white. Yes, and Sid, keep in mind, Texas has sent about 7,000. We have about 60,000 that have passed through and 42,000 that are still around. They're just coming. It is not just Governor Abbott. They are coming to New York City. You saw them sleeping in police stations in Chicago. They've had a fraction of what we had in Philadelphia. They're coming here, and now he's pleading for them to get work visas. Now, the thing is, in the short term, you might be, all right, it's good. You know, these probably are decent people that want to work hard. Who knows? They may be. I'm watching the Roosevelt Hotel. It's already packed. I'm watching them just sitting outside. The problem is if you go from 180 to 30 days for ability to work, that's more of a magnet. We're going to get another 40,000. Hey, honey, this is the time to leave Ecuador. We can get in. We can get a ride to New York City. And in 30 days, I'm going to get a better job than I'll ever have here. You have to let them know this is a stop sign. Eventually, you're going to get caught and you're going to get tossed. If you go down to 30 days, we're going to have a bigger problem. I agree again. Listen, uh, this is a tremendous appearance, Brian Kilmeade. And, of course, before I let you go, we are two days away from your great show, Saturday nights, 8 p.m., One Nation on Fox News. Who's stopping by this week? I mean, I'm going to very patriotic. Uh, we're all set with uh, the Tunnel to Towers, uh, President Frank Siller. Uh, we'll go inside that organization. They went from uh, first responders to military. The other guys we love is Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney, founder of Folds of Honor, still a fighter pilot, and now he's also helping first responders. They're two of the best in the business. And they also, believe it or not, and he wanted to straighten the, word, straighten the country out on Anheuser-Busch. He says they were his first supporter. They've given $22 million, and he pushes back against the exit from Bud Light. I'm not sure he won anyone over, but he did point out a, point, uh, a part of Anheuser-Busch that we remember, supporting all American causes, and then the best of news tool. Sid, you might even be in the best of news tool this week, so there's another <laughs> reason to watch. Well, I watch every week anyway, but I will tell you, 
that I'm back on uh, Waters Primetime, Jesse's show next Friday night. That is now three consecutive Jesse Waters appearances since my last appearance on One Nation. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's not good. Not good. Brian. I'm going to talk to my people. <laughs> I did see uh, our friend Taylor at uh, Janine's book signing a couple of nights ago. She's a great girl. And uh, you're the best, Brian. I love you, man. Have a great day, pal, okay? All right. Stay within yourself. Yeah, yeah I'll try. There he is. Brian Kilmeade follows me every morning here on WABC at 10. Fox and Friends on Fox News every weekday morning. And uh, as I mentioned just moments ago, his terrific show, One Nation, Saturday nights at 8 on Fox News. A big 7 o'clock hour about to come your way. Curtis Sliwa, he's been killing it lately. Curtis will be here. Bill O'Reilly's morning message and the mayor, Eric Adams, all coming up next hour.